Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm Jane Nakata, your host and the creator of Jumpstart, a course for women who want to wake up from their everyday life and create something new and amazing. I'm also the creator of the Women in Japan Mastermind. So thank you for listening again today. Today I am recording on the road and I'm literally not on the road, but <laughs> I'm traveling um, from where my mother lives in Westport, New Zealand, which is as far, almost as far away as you can get, like what time it takes to travel somewhere from an international airport, as is possible. <laughs> so I'm traveling from Westport to a place called Hokitika, and that's about a two hour, very scenic drive. And I've actually stopped for the night here at a old hotel called the Theatre Royal Hotel in Kumara. And now it's just uh, like one main road, which is state high, the state highway between the West Coast and Christchurch, or it's called the old the Christchurch Road, um, runs through the middle of the town. And then there's a few small streets that are off it. There's just this hotel. There are no other restaurants in town. I think there's a dairy, like a convenience store and a petrol station, and that's it. And this used to be, the, you know, a very bustling gold mining town back in the day, back in the, 18, in the late 1800s. So I'm staying in this beautifully restored hotel called the Theatre Royal Hotel. And I can see from my, on the window, it says established 1876 and the room I'm staying in is um, has been a hotel room obviously and but it's been done up and but they've maintained the old um, style of the late 1800s and just all these very lush furnishings and wallpapers and the most amazing curtains and even just the things that hold the curtains back are like these big metal maple leaves. <laughs> it's just amazing. And these very old um, dresses, or like a desk, very old desk in this big um, stand, freestanding closet, which is hiding the TV and the kettle and all your cups and saucers and things. And there's something else in there that looks rather old-fashioned. I have no idea what it is. I think it might be um, an old-school hot water bottle or something <laughs> yeah there's some very cool things in this room in the bathroom on the floor underneath the the main cabinet where you know the basin and that is is an old school like a very old you know what's that um I can't even remember what it's called you know like um and it's sort of like an indoor toilet <laughs> and some water uh, water kettle thing um so yeah, they, you know, there's obviously they don't want you to use them. They're just there for decoration. And I've just spotted under the desk where I'm, I'm sitting on the bed and I'm talking to you. And under the desk is this very mysterious looking little suit, not a suitcase, but like a briefcase from, yeah, an ancient looking briefcase, which I'd like to have a look at and see. I've just spotted it right now. That's a bit spooky. Um, yeah, we'll see what like see what's in there. It's probably nothing, but yeah, scattered around the hotel are these, um, you know, old very old sort of things. So you can sort of see what people may have used. On top of the standing freestanding wardrobe is a hat box, yeah, um, which must have been used back in the day for storing one's hats, yeah. 
So yeah, here I am talking to you all, recording a podcast episode from this beautiful hotel room. And there will there are some photos up on Instagram, so definitely go and check those out and enjoy that little journey through time. So the reason I'm staying here is because I'm just fascinated with that era, the gold rush era here on the West Coast in New Zealand. And it's it's been largely forgotten, but there just really is not a lot left from that time. And so tomorrow I'm going to Hokitika, which is just a small town now, but there used to be like a hundred hotels or something ridiculous like that, um, where all the miners used to hang out when they came back from their mining up in their claims and things. And actually, I think it was about two years ago, I was sitting in Hokitika Airport waiting to catch my flight back across the Southern Alps to Christchurch on my way back to Japan. And I heard this um, really fascinating conversation, these people sitting next to me, and they were talking about their gold claim. And I, when I heard gold claim, my ears pricked up and I started eavesdropping a little bit more. And they were talking about how, you know, even now, um, there are prospectors working uh, gold claims here on the West Coast and how they'd done quite well initially when they'd started out um, with their um, mining for gold. I don't know how they were doing it. I think they might have been using a water sluice um, and bringing lots of uh, stones down and then got picking through it all and they found quite a reasonable sort of nugget. But since then they've not found much. And I thought, wow, there are not many airports in the world but especially even in New Zealand where you would overhear this kind of conversation about gold nuggets and gold claims and things and I just loved that and so recently when I visited the gold nugget center in Hokitika and I talked to the jeweler there he said there are quite a few people still mining for gold around the Hokitika area so and there is an active uh, gold mine up in Charleston which is near uh, Westport where I'm staying with my mother and Charleston is another amazing place if you drive through there now you will see practically nothing <laughs> there's nothing left but 20,000 people used to live there and it's just amazing there may be like 200 tops maybe 100 living there now and you know if you're a New Zealander you will know Hannah's shoe store so it used to be that you know if you were sent to work at the Hannah's Shoe Store in Charleston from across in Wellington, you were getting a promotion. But now there's like what's left is um, in a sort of a, a caving, raft, rafting um, adventure center and a cafe and there's a motor camp and that's about it. There's not much more, there's a few houses. So it's just amazing that these huge towns have just disappeared over the last 150 years or so. Um, and yeah, I find it fascinating to to go and see these places and, and see, try and find what's left. And so what I really just love this hotel here in Kumara because they haven't let it um, go to ruin. They've done a wonderful job of refurbishing it. So if you're ever on the west coast of New Zealand in the South Island, then definitely stop by the Theatre Royal Hotel in Kumara. So that's a bit of an aside. Um, I just thought I'd let you know a bit about what I'm up to. I'm not currently in Japan and I'm really enjoying exploring this part of New Zealand um, more and more and finding out more about the history. And if you'd like to read a really fantastic book about that era in New Zealand, then I highly recommend the book called The Luminaries by Eleanor Catton, C-A-T-T-O-N. And it was actually 
the winner of I think it was it the Booker Prize let me see if I can see which prize it was that it won but it was a very very big prize for her to have won um like you know one of the major literary prizes in the world and um yeah it centers on this area where I am right now which I've just been talking to you about and that I'm just flicking through the pages here you can probably hear um in the 18 1866 so a little bit before this hotel was established um so it's fascinating yeah what what goes on and there's a very exciting story that happening in this book as well so if you're looking for a good book and be aware it's 800 pages and the first chapter is quite hard going so but once you get through there per, please persevere and don't give up it's very very fascinating so i'm going to be reading some of that tonight um after i finish talking to you in my um yeah, peer, the same period hotel room. So I specially made sure I had a copy from the library to come and read while I was here. So yeah, anyway, on with the show. And today I want to talk to you about the, the first anniversary of the Transformations with Jane podcast. And I'm so excited about this because as I've mentioned on other episodes, I really didn't know what would happen once I got started. And it's been yeah just a sort of trial and error thing and just sort of minimum viable product as well as lots of imperfect action so here we are 30 something episodes in one year later and I'm in New Zealand again which is where I started this podcast um, exactly one year ago I think I recorded the very first episodes from the closet in my mother's house <laughs> which is very small um, and yeah, that was, and I used my iPhone, I used the earphones that you can attach to your iPhone that have a little microphone on them, and I just started talking and recording on my free podcast recording app, which is called Anchor, and I still use that now. So, here we are a year later, and lots of people are listening, lots of people are telling me that they, they love listening, but also that they feel less alone, thanks to this podcast. So, I'm very, very grateful for your feedback, thank you so much for that. And, you know, even if just one person is feeling less alone living their life in Japan, or if in, even if one person feels like, oh, actually, I'm going to just try something a little bit different and make my life in Japan more enjoyable, then, then for me, that's a huge win. So please keep letting me know your takeaways from the podcast, and I commit to keeping on, keeping on with this podcast for the next year or so at least. <laughs> And I'm really enjoying it because I love um, getting the chance to talk to you all, to interview the people that I've been interviewing who I wouldn't necessarily normally get to talk to, but also um, hearing your feedback and yeah, getting and bringing to you the people you want to hear from. So definitely let me know who that is. I'd love to hear more of your suggestions. So coming up in the next few weeks, we have Gretchen Miura. She's on the schedule. She's coming up soon. We haven't uh, recorded yet, so if you have any questions for Gretchen, she, you know, Gretchen lives up in Akita, yeah, which, you know, you cannot get much further away from, um, like, you know, this is the same as being here in this part of New Zealand. It is extremely far to get to an international airport, and, and it's extremely far to get to Tokyo. Not only that, does uh, her husband is a you know, is the priest at a temple, yeah, so she is the, she's the wife and supporter of a temple priest 
in rural Japan. Now that is pretty hardcore, I have to say. So I cannot wait to talk to her more about that, about her life and how she, and she makes the most of her life up there in the very beautiful part of Japan. So yeah, if you have any questions for Gretchen, and you can find her on Instagram at Sora Bento, S-O-R-A Bento. Um, and if you are unfamiliar with her, and yeah, definitely um, let me know if you'd like to ask her anything, if you'd like her, me to ask her anything on this episode coming up. And yeah, what else did I have to tell you? Okay, so I'm in New Zealand at the moment. We're here for the kids' spring break from school. And also because we, are, we recently made something very, very important come true. So for you know, maybe three years ago, I think I wrote down, this is what, this is my, you know, dream future, and it had, you know, me getting up in the morning, excuse me, getting up in the morning, um, my husband making coffee for us, and us sitting out on this balcony, and looking out at the beautiful mountains, and then I go for a run beside a lake with these mountains, and and at the time, I was just like, oh my God, this is so not my current reality. Like, how is this ever going to happen? Um, I was just sort of, not devastated, but just <laughs> disheartened <laughs> with, the, with the distance from what I had dreamed about, or what I was dreaming about, and my reality at that point. But it became official two weeks ago that we are now proud owners of a piece of land in our dream location here in New Zealand so I'm very very excited because that was the place that I was dreaming of in this you know perfect day in my in my dream future so yes not to say that I'm leaving Japan anytime soon but that thoughts become things and when you write them down they become you know, there's a bigger chance that they will become reality so be careful what you think and let's be very specific about what it is that you want. So you may, might change your mind, but you can make it happen. Yeah. So why not? Why not go big? Yeah. And so when, you know, three years ago when I wrote this down, I thought, oh my God, this is so huge. This is just, you know, so far away from my current reality. Um, how's this ever going to happen? But I'm glad I did go big at that time because it, for now it seems completely achievable. And I need to go even bigger. Yeah. Well, I don't need to go even bigger, but I want to go even bigger. And I realized that my dream from three years ago is potentially quite small now. <laughs> so keep dreaming bigger and bigger. That's what I wanted to say to you. Yeah. So this episode is a little bit of a mishmash today, but I just wanted to make sure you had something to listen to this Monday and also, um, to make sure that you know that there is a very cool chance for you to help spread the word about this podcast and also to win a very, very cool prize. So what I'm doing is um, I've decided that I've created, well, I've created a, what's it called? It's a Facebook group and it's called the Transformations with Jane Podcast Club. <laughs> it's a really original name, right? But what we're what we're going to do is if you come and join us then you can you will find out how to take part in this um 
celebration of the one year of this podcast and we have a really really awesome prize the prize is so one person is going to win a place on my October escape weekend yes all expenses paid well it's not all expenses but it is a place on my escape weekend in October and so you'll just have to pay for your transport to Iwaki in Fukushima but it's two nights yeah two nights accommodation and we're going to be doing loads of cool things while we're together for the two nights and it's two nights and two days yeah and lots of relaxing you'll have your own room it's very VIP so I cannot wait for you to come and join us for that and I'm very excited to see who the lucky winner will be so make sure you um, go to the show notes find out how to enter and so it's just a matter of signing up joining our Facebook group and following the steps to share the podcast so that other people can find out about it because there are loads of women in Japan who need you know more information about you know what other women are doing how they're making their life more interesting more fulfilling living even though they're living in Japan so definitely share that with them and yeah get yourself in the draw to win a trip on this escape weekend and I know you need this escape right so I'm really looking forward to it as well it's going to be at the end of October I can't remember the exact dates it's about the 26th or something and it's going to be in Iwaki Fukushima Yimoto Onsen Yimoto Hot Springs and this is where I host all of my retreats and part of the reason I host them there is to help support the recovery from the disaster that we've had. A lot of the um, traditional ryokans there are still really struggling to um, get enough customers to survive and we're talking about you know family businesses here these are not um, you know just Airbnbs that have sprung up these are not big huge chains these are family-owned businesses that have been passed down from generation to generation and I would hate for this to be the generation that um, where this where these you know your cans are wiped out because of lack of customers yeah so this is one of the reasons why I really try hard to do all of my uh, retreats and events here uh, in Iwaki City in Yumoto Hot Spring and because we're doing it there we have a chance to do some really cool experiences that you won't get to do in other parts of Japan just because of the really great connections I have in Yimoto and recently we had um, we went to a Shinto shrine and we hung out with the priest who's really quite young and quite cool and we did calligraphy we then had our calligraphy blessed by the sh by the priest in a um, in a real deal Shinto um, ceremony which he performed for us and yeah and we got um, all of our unlucky stuff taken off us and then we got showered with luck and then we left it was fantastic so I'd really love you to be part of this um, escape weekend so if you don't win then make sure that you join us anyway um, it's going to be great so that's all I had for you today it's just a short sort of hodgepodge episode of things and please go and check out my Instagram posts about the Theatre Royal Hotel in Kumara it's a very cool little place so if you're visiting New Zealand and the west coast of New Zealand 
you definitely need to stop in here. And there's a very nice cycle trail that goes past here. So if you're into like mountain biking, it's not that hard mountain biking. If you're into mountain biking, that could be another great thing to do. All right, so that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.